Hey there, all you sweet baby calves. It's me, Keekers. I just wanted to uh, have a little bit of alone time with you guys before we got today's episode started. Um, So why don't you just go ahead and slip into something a little bit more comfortable and uh, get ready for one of the greatest episodes of Keekers and Ferg that has ever happened with Zach Russell. Today's episode is brought to you by Workman's Relief CBD. And I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys right now. I have been blasting my brain with 100 milligrams of Workman's Relief CBD every single day. And I feel amazing. Um, I can't legally say that this stuff is going to make you immortal, but I've taken it every day and... I haven't died, and quite frankly, I haven't even been close to dying. So, you know, you can draw your own conclusions there. This CBD is so good. I've been using the tincture. Uh, you can get yourself 3,000 milligrams of that for 40 bucks. You will not find any CBD close to that quality for that price. Do it. Use code CAF10. And you will get 10% off. That's calf like K-A-F. 10 like the 10% off. Calf 10, baby. Get yourself some of that delicious Workman's Relief CBD. You can find all those links in our episode description. And I also wanted to preface this episode by saying we do start off the episode talking about Morgan Wallen. Um... This episode was recorded before Morgan said the PAN thing. And by PAN, that is an acronym. Uh, Stands for the P word, the A word, and the N word. Um, Not a cool combination of bad words. Um, Personally, I love bad words. Uh, Pretty much all of them are cool, in my opinion, except the last one he used, which is unacceptable anyways. I'm digressing, but just wanted to preface this episode with saying that, and hope you guys enjoy Zach Russell's episode. Stick around to the end of the episode, you'll get to hear a demo version of one of Zach's songs off the new EP. Enjoy. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day, baby calves. All right, are, are we live? Is this on? We're going. Penis. 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 Penis and balls.
Nice. That was beautiful. Something about the way she kissed me Told me I was gonna be itchy But all that I brought with me Was some sand in my pubes Wow, that was beautiful <laughs> I, bet, I bet Morgan's got some awesome pubes Oh, no doubt I wonder <laughs> if his pubes are cut into a mullet, though <laughs> I like, how, Well, how would that, hang on yeah. <laughs> How would that even work? Well, I've got a couple ideas all right, hit us. I thought about it a little bit. So it's either like an undercut of pubes. So like the area around the dick and balls is shaven and the top half hangs long. Ooh, okay. Or the reverse of that where the top half is shaved and the bottom <laughs> half hangs long down over the dick and balls. Nice. Or the third idea, top shaved, ball hair long. Ooh, I Whoa, like that. One. Okay, that one's just classy. All yeah. of these are pretty traumatizing to think about, <laughs> but well, uh, great ideas nonetheless. We could post some pictures after this if you're having trouble like visualizing it. We yeah, can, Zach's gonna take the can, liberty to yeah. show some examples. I guess you'll cut it into all different shapes. I've been playing with my own, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. there it goes. Do you rock any art or anything? Any flames or no? Or but that was another thing? idea I had about mullet. Just an actual mullet caricature. Shaved into oh, okay. I like that. So there's four possibilities. I or guess. it could wow. be like shaved at like a three guard and then bald mullet character. Yeah, we've got so many examples. We're gonna have to. Get yeah, we'll have to of. get pictures, and this doesn't really do it audio yeah. justice. You'll have to no. see if your callers can send in some suggestions. Uh, if they well, yeah, yeah. If they want pictures wanna, or references, we can take a look at. We'll, we'll take phone calls discussing it. I don't know if we should be getting... I, don't I feel know like if you're I just asking for penis pictures. Oh, here. 100%. Yeah, that's not... Okay, if you're listening to this and you're thinking we want penis, that is not what we're talking about. Right. Which, we couldn't have read this more wrong. Luckily, they can't text our hotline number. No, oh, thank God. <sighs> Goodness. Well, there goes yeah. that idea of ever us getting <laughs> text messaging capabilities. Y'all are banned already. <laughs> well, Zach, how are you, man? Thanks I'm, for coming on. I'm good. I'm glad to be here with you, boys. It's... Fun, just hang out. You ever, Nothing else. You ever been on a number one podcast before? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Nice. Well, welcome, yeah. man. Yeah, it's uh, we had never been on a number one podcast either until we until were bestowed we that. It. Yeah, yeah. We bestowed that honor on ourselves, and it's been a heavy burden, but <laughs> we're here to carry it. I gotta say, I'm I'm proud of you boys for, you know, that your first podcast is the number one podcast. Yeah. I'm not surprised, really. You know, yeah. I think some people doubted us at the beginning, but I mean, once we got that logo that said number one... It, it, it solidified just, it. Yeah, it really was just kind of like, oh shit, these boys are, are here to play ball. Yeah. Play with balls. <laughs> Which is what was here to play with balls. <laughs> That's what people are saying. Uh, <laughs> they've said that about me since middle school, so... <laughs> they have, and... Uh, are they right? I guess we'll find out. Stay Only tuned. time will tell. <laughs> So yeah, if you're uh, if you click this episode, you obviously see we've got Zach Russell here. Uh, Zach, who the hell are you, man? Yeah, where are you from? Where do you live now? Well, I'm from a little town outside of Knoxville, <laughs> hidden by some dogwood trees. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Morgan. Just like, but y'all are pretty much the same person. Yeah, I'm. I'm working on my mullet. My pube mullet is in full glory. Currently. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you've been doing that for years. I've had, but that. That's just coincidental. That's that been a known thing. thing. Yeah, when I met you in college, that was probably one of the first reasons I came up and talked to you in the first place. Because <laughs> I remember I told you, I'm like, dude, I 
just met this guy, and <laughs> his pube mullet is out of this world. Uh, I, in college, I actually used to put it in a ponytail and yeah. dangle it outside That's right. of my pants. Yeah. And that was before it was cool, too. And that was breaking Dude. the ice. Like I'm pretty sure I commented on that right away, and that's... <laughs> How could you not? Yeah. Birth of our friendship. You see a guy with pubes hanging out of his pants. I mean. Well, most people are like, I'm going to call the cops. But <laughs> I was like, I got to know his story. Yeah, I want to know more. So, and uh, here we are 10 years later. <laughs> yeah. Also, when you think of dogwood tree, Seth, do you think of a big tree or a small Dude, tree? Dude, I don't even know what a dogwood tree I is. I thought they were tiny trees. Are they, they not? regular size trees. Well, they, like, they can grow to be large. Like this size out here? No, I mean, they're not going to get that big. But okay. they'll get... I mean, the size of a house if they're allowed to grow that. Because in my head, I was just picturing these tiny trees around houses. Like that house isn't hidden. Yeah. Anyways, well, I'm not picturing. (laughs) I I literally, I I don't know what to picture for a dogwood tree. I pictured this skinny tree that's like the size of a full-grown person, like those ones that you just like push over in the woods when they die. Yeah. Stuff like that. We had one in my yard growing up, but it was tiny. It was a dogwood. Yeah. Hmm. Wasn't hidden. Some, sometimes sure. they stayed tiny too. How like my parents have some that are that are small. Well, how many? It's kind of like the micro penis of trees. <laughs> <laughs> how many of them do you think it takes to actually hide a house? That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't like. And it. if you're, ooh, that's this brings up all kinds of questions because it's like, why are you hiding your house behind? Yeah, what are you hiding, trees? Morgan? I don't know. Anyways, we'll get to the bottom. You're of that. from outside of Knoxville. Yeah, a little a little town called. Carol, about 30 miles up 75 yep. from Knoxville. Nice. We can vouch. We have uh, seen him Been there. walk into who he says is, was his parents' house. Um, <laughs> he came out with a, I came out with an armload of things and <laughs> TV and, <laughs> and rushed, you, rushed you out of the driveway. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, you're right. It's a, it's a small little town. Um, it is, your house was definitely tucked in the woods. Oh, yeah. Like, no dogwood trees around that. <laughs> Hidden by some real-ass trees. <laughs> yeah. Get some real-ass trees, Morgan. <laughs> Get some real fucking trees, then call me, and we'll talk, okay? Yeah. <laughs> In fact, just swing on by. So, careful, then you moved to Murfreesboro. When? Uh, I guess that would have been 2012. I moved okay. and went to MTSU. That checks out. Did you go to community college or anything? Yeah, I went to... Roan State Community College. Shout out. What was y'all's mascot? Uh, Raiders. The Roan Raiders. Yeah. That's pretty intimidating. And also MTSU is the Raiders as well. They're the racist. Ours is a racist Raider. (laughs) I don't even know what the symbol was. It's an old white dude or something. It's something with the KKK. Oh, that's Uncle Sam looking dude. Good God. See, I didn't even know that. I never stepped foot in any of the athletic events. Yeah, same. <laughs> I think we were all doing uh, other extracurriculars. Yeah, we had way better things to do. I wasn't even aware <laughs> sports were happening there, honestly. Uh, yeah. I went to one tailgating event and did I not have see, a good time. I could see tailgating. Uh, I didn't enjoy it. I'm pretty sure I got hammered. <laughs> this was back in my well, drinking tailgate. days. Yeah. yeah. Definitely didn't go to the game, though, but I just remember being hot and miserable and drunk. And was yeah, that's sounds tailgating like is not for me. Oh, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's every sports game. <laughs> yeah, so you went to MTSU for music. What were you mm-hmm. doing, like music wise in Caraville? Um, I'd done a few things. Like I started off like playing in uh, 
a Baptist church band. That's kind of where I learned to play guitar. Is this like cool modern church music no. or is this like old? Time? This is like classics. Red Book Hymnal type old church, no drum set or nothing, just a piano, oh, nice. acoustic guitars. And then I, so I made like a, like an old timey type record, I guess, like Americana type record. Um, I won't say their names because I don't know if they want to be affiliated with me anymore. Exactly, <laughs> brother, you're in a safe place. Me and yeah. Fred got plenty of those. Yep, they're very the talented, <laughs> talented little like religious family traveling band type mm-hmm. thing. Very talented, very sweet people, but I just don't want to besmirch their name. If oh. they no longer <laughs> want to be. We, we just did just talk about pube mullets for like five minutes. That's a good so. point. And we so can let's a, talk we, about God now. We, <laughs> we can add in beeps. Yeah, we can beep anything. Yeah. So is that right out of high school or in high school or this college? Towards the end of high school, maybe. Nice. The year after or something. And they, uh, they had just gotten some recording equipment. The oldest brother... Um, figuring out a studio and he was doing songs for me for like twenty dollars a piece you know oh and, yeah and he was playing on and he played like fiddle and banjo and all kinds of things too it was a it was fun i really enjoyed it that was your first like taste of i want to do this yeah i think so um yeah, and then I was in like a hardcore metal band for a while. Nice. <laughs> that was just that was just the scene that was around. Oh, so yeah. it was like if you wanted to play shows, and that was really my only like goal. I think at the time was I just wanted to play music, and that's what the scene was. So Dude, that's what that I was did. that was probably right when like Whitechapel and all yeah. of those guys were taking off. Yeah, too. Whitechapel was out of Knoxville too, so there nice. was a huge. Like underground metal scene, people oh, yeah. would rent out. Too. Yeah, yeah. People would rent out DAVs and community centers, community centers, and, <laughs> and gym YMCA's. Yeah, <laughs> and just trash them, punch <laughs> holes in walls and yeah. stuff. Figure out the mosh circles. Yeah, yeah. pick up change. You remember that? Oh, pick dude, up change. That's the classic. Yeah. So, uh, what inspired the move to Murfreesboro? That's like. Three hours away. Yeah. Was it kind of on a whim? Me and Seth have kind of talked about this. Mine um, definitely was. I just kind of decided. Dude, mine was, and I had taken mushrooms one night with my friends, and it just popped into my head like, I'm going to go to MTSU for music. Whoa. Yeah. And I woke up and. I don't even know if I went to sleep, but first thing in the morning, <laughs> I called and made an appointment with an advisor and drove down there a couple weeks later. And Dude, nice. that's awesome. Yeah. Just got the ball rolling right yeah. away. Were your parents into it? Yeah. They were definitely, they definitely wanted me to further my education yeah. and try and do something. I think they knew that there, I needed some experience outside of Caraval and Campbell nice. County. Like, mm-hmm. Nothing... I hate to talk ill of the place I'm from, but there's just not a lot to do if you stick around there. There's yeah. not a lot of things you can turn into that are good. Especially if there. you're not like good at like the trade. Like I, I don't know. I'm not good at construction. Yeah, or, well, I'm not, I don't have any talent. I have no farming knowledge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even like if you that. joined a labor union or something, like you still had to travel 
90 miles to work wow. or something, yeah. you know, most of the time. Oh, yeah, that's true, because I guess all the building was Yeah, it elsewhere. was, yeah, new, my, my dad was, um, he was in a labor union and worked at, like, nuclear plants, so I worked at one in Kingston, worked in Oak Ridge at Y12 a little bit, but, I mean, even those there, you know, hour, hour, hour and a half drives. Tucked in a bunch of dogwood trees. Tucked, hidden by a bunch of Way dogwood trees. Way back hit, dude. Yeah, you Radioactive can't... dogwood trees. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, then I first met you, I guess it was in 2012. Like, it couldn't have been too long after you arrived in town, I feel like. Yeah, it was, um, I guess, within, like, really the first friends I made in Murfreesboro were um, Taylor... And um, Corey. Oh, yeah. Shout out to both of those yeah. dudes. Shame shout Shack. Out. Shame Shack shout, shout out. Shout out to the Shame Shack. <laughs> those are the first friends I made, I think, in um, in Murfreesboro. And then I was just over there jamming one day, and Seth showed up, and we had, like, like a really Dude, that was fun a jam. Look, that we was just jammed for jam 20 session. minutes straight <laughs> just without even talking or yeah. stopping, like, and I was like, I like this guy. Dude, I'm, my first impression was like, fuck, this guy looks cool. <laughs> I was like, he's going to show me up. But dude, dude, Zach, do you remember? So me and Zach, before we knew each other, lived in the same apartment complex. Oh, no way. And oh, yeah, yeah you, you go ahead. You want me to tell the story? Yeah. Okay. Or I'll just tell my side, and then you can tell your side. Okay, you tell your side. So I'm living... With two guys that I know, and then one guy that has just been like assigned from the front office, and we just didn't know who it was, and he ended up like not coming on like move-in day, and we just didn't really know what happened, and then like a week later, some other guy shows up, and he moves in. So all I know is, oh, we're supposed to have someone, they didn't show up, they got another guy to take the room. Okay. Yeah. So I show up on move in day and I walk into the apartment that I'm assigned and I just have like just I don't know if it was like just general anxiety or like a gut instinct or something, but I was like, I can't I can't live in this place. Like I <laughs> I I can't live here. Like I cannot live here. And so we go down to the office and they end up assigning me to a different um different condo in the in the same complex thing. Were you just getting like bad energy from the place or I like just, was it was it probably, dirty? Was that the first time you moved out? It ever? was it was the first time I'd ever moved far away for sure. Gotcha. Like, same. Um, and so I don't know if it was probably like a lot of things. General anxiety and but then turns out it was Kyle's apartment that I was supposed to move into. <laughs> and we had no, no we never idea. met. Wow. It just wasn't your time to meet? Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. I think, I've, and I've thought about it a lot since then. It's like maybe just the person I was at that point wouldn't have liked Kyle at that point, what, who he was at that time. It's true. And so maybe it was just like the universe's way, God's way or whatever of saying like, you know, not now or yeah. something. That's wild. Because, dude, I didn't have 
any friends for the first year I lived there. I didn't either. And then I was playing, I was still on staff at a church there, but like definitely having questions. But I was in a totally different world. Yeah, I I met you right off the bat. Yeah, but it was funny when me and Zach met, like he was pretty, I guess, I don't want to speak for you, but not into like the church scene. Say, I think. And I was working at a church. Yeah. So I wonder, I mean, I wasn't like, completely closed off to like spiritualism and stuff but i do i was pretty hard against the church at that point in my life like i was fresh out of it was still trying to get rid of the idea that i was gonna go to hell if i didn't Mm -hmm. do whatever right you know and and i was pretty angry at the church so i wonder if i would have met kyle then if we would have maybe been too far apart to click the way we did yeah maybe too closed off like oh i don't want to hear this guy right now and i even remember living well i guess that's jumping forward a little bit but a few years after that me and zach ended up moving in together seth and zach had been living together Mm -hmm. and seth moved out and i took seth's room so then i wouldn't have met zach without knowing seth yeah he just needed someone to take over his lease but i remember we would have like talks about god and stuff while i was still inside the church and yeah, that's kind of, we had different opinions, but I still liked talking to you about it. And we were respectful and stuff. But I, I also think it's funny how we've kind of almost switched even yeah. over the years. Like you've kind of opened up some and I've definitely closed off <laughs> a lot of the things that, yeah, you would are opening, I guess. But we definitely have a an interesting perspective on that stuff, yeah. I guess, having both kind of. Realized we were wrong about a lot of things, and yeah. Come back it's, full it's circle cool sometimes. cool to see it, yeah. Literally come around full circle. Me and, uh, me and Seth had an interesting story moving in together, too. Um, so we met that one time, yep. and I was dating a girl that knew Seth as well, and I was moving into this house, and I needed to find roommates to move in with me, and the guy that was supposed to sign with me uh, backed out like last minute. What a bozo! What he a missed bo- out. That was a good house. It was. That was a great house. A halfway house. I miss it. And um, so uh, my girlfriend was like, "Well, you said you you liked Seth. I heard he was um looking for a person to live with too." And yep, so that was right when my lease was ending. Yeah. So she gave me your number, and I hit you up, and you're like, "I'm actually looking for this girl, looking for a house, and I've got somebody else that wants to move in with me too, and her name's Adriana Lamb." Shout out. Shout out, Shout Adriana. Out Adriana. <laughs> Shout out. And Adriana Lamb is my cousin that I knew I had. Like my family had told me, like, uh, you got a cousin that goes to MTSU too. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, she probably sucks. Statistically. And um but she was looking for someone to move in with with Seth. Yeah. And so it was just crazy. Like I, when he told me that, like it was literally one of those goosebump moments. Like, oh, this is like you're not sure if you're creeped out or if like the universe is like dragging <laughs> you by the scrap of your neck or it feels like the universe playing a joke on. Yeah, you, it literally feels like 
someone's just giggling somewhere. Yeah. Well, I almost thought you were playing a joke on me because I remember you texted me back being like, whoa, I think that's my cousin. <laughs> and I was just like, what? what? How do you no. not know who your cousin is? Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and so I texted Adriana and let her know. I'm like, yeah, my buddy uh, Zach Russell um, is going to move. And she's like, I think he's my cousin. <laughs> and I was like, how do y'all not know each other? <laughs> but lo and behold... Yeah, that was... It was true. We yeah, it was very true. <laughs> and turns she, out y'all are cousins. Turns out she didn't suck, and we actually became really good friends. And Dude, yeah. Nope. Probably, definitely enhanced our, our living oh, yeah. at that house, having her around. I remember the first time I met Zach was at a house show at your house. Oh, yeah. Did you invite me to play? I did, and I was not there because I couldn't get on my work shift. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't even realize you weren't there. So, no. yeah. So I go to a house party to play a set. I didn't have great music then, but I remember meeting Zach. I remember Zach was playing your friend's uh, Orange Gretch. Big old hollow body. Oh, and wow. I was like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> this guy fucks. Yeah, yes. Dude, I got the same impression. I'm like, man, yeah. he's way too cool. Heard him play that night. Loved his stuff. I think we even sang some harmonies on my Hey Y'all cover. Yeah, well, I remember I walked outside and you were standing on out the on the porch. stoop yeah. warming up with Hey Y'all by Outkast. <laughs> and, and I started know. harmonizing with you outside. And I was like... Such a college thing yeah. to do. Yeah. Now you'd be like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> just just coming out of key behind you. Hey Y'all. Uh. Dude, I forgot all about you doing that cover. You yeah, used to so do that's how I met Zach. Which was crazy, and then, I mean, we didn't really, like, hit it off or anything, but that's when we became aware of each other and right. And then kind of friends. Were you both in the songwriting program at that time? Yeah, Zach was about to be, yeah, and I, I was, was in my first semester. Yeah. Nice, okay. I was music theory at that point, and then ended up switching over to songwriting shortly after. Yeah. So we definitely talked about that, and that's a... Very small number of students, so oh, we knew we yeah. would have yeah. some classes together. End up overlapping pretty quick. Yeah, then we ended up moving in together and becoming best friends and decided we were going to move up to Nashville together. And you did? Too. Yeah. And I came and crashed on that couch quite a bit. Mm-hmm. That was a good couch. It was. was a good couch. I got some good sleep on that couch. So yeah, we're, we're out of college. We're songwriting majors, <laughs> and I don't know what we thought was going to happen, but Zach at the time was working at a shoe store. And I remember we were in Murfreesboro and some just dumb girl hit my car when I was driving to Barnes and Noble, which is where <laughs> Seth worked, me and Seth worked. I think I and it like, didn't really mess up my car, but my insurance gave me like twelve hundred bucks. And I was like, Zach, we're moving to Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle and had a quick come up, real. And I just didn't have a job or anything. And I remember I didn't work like the first month, and then it was like, oh, God, I have to get a job. <laughs> Zach got me a job at the shoe store he was working That's right. at. I forgot, man, I forgot about your legacy there. <laughs> Kyle's got legacies all over. Dude, oh, yeah. I feel like the shoe store is probably good stories, but y'all both worked at That's another place good. that was yeah. way cooler. Oh, God. Not really cooler, but maybe more grimy and yeah. interesting. So... It kind of overlaps with the shoe store. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you were doing was, two jobs, I, I guess. I was doing both, for sure, at the same time yeah. for a while. Quickest way to a burnout. I ended up doing three. <laughs> yeah, it was 
It was rough. That was some dark times, <laughs> for sure. Some of the best. Absolutely, times. yeah. Best of times and the darkest of times. Yeah, I mean, we're just two dudes in Nashville now, and it's like we don't, we're not like connected. And it was just a long time of trying to figure out who we were and yeah, what the hell we thought we were gonna do. Super formative times, but. Me and Zach uh, found this little bar down the street from our house, less than a mile away, called the Loading Zone, and <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of time at the Loading Zone. This is the same place where I got. Uh, oh yeah, where Seth got in trouble for singing. Yeah, I was so trying I to think of the right word. Harassed after yeah, I sang. Yeah, not in trouble, but yeah, harassed by customers for singing Steel Panther. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we find this bar, and turns out first everyone thinks me and Zach are gay, oh, but we don't that. know <laughs> yeah. that they think it's just an unspoken thing. But we had like similar schedules and stuff, and it's just like, hey, let's just go to the loading zone. So we'd always go together and leave together. Like why? Which makes sense. Why wouldn't drive. you go? In, why wouldn't you go in a buddy system? Of course, we're gonna carpool. Yeah, yeah we live together. It's a mile away. If we do drink too many beers, we can get home without driving. Which would have been a whole other mess. <laughs> so Zach meets a girl there, and they're hanging out, and one of the bartenders sees them, and then she's like, does she say it to you? She doesn't say it to me. She brings it up later, later after yeah. she So she sees out. Zach hanging out with this girl, and then I come in, and she's like, what about Kyle? Like... I just saw Kyle's boyfriend talking to a girl. Like, are we going to tell Kyle? Like, so all the people that worked there were like, oh, shoot, we don't know what to do. And then I think they asked Zach while I'm there. Or I wasn't there, actually. I, I don't remember exactly how it came out, but I remember it was They finally like, did ask. Someone asked in some way or another, like, are you and Kyle together? Yeah. And I was we like, we need to know. Are y'all together? I was like, no. Was, <laughs> what? And, but then all of a sudden it was like the floodgates opened and everyone came to us and was all the regulars and yeah. were telling us how they all thought we were gay. <laughs> how funny was everyone? And all this. And thought Zach was doing some big scandal against <laughs> oh me. Oh my Thought I was gosh. cheating. At the same bar we always go cheating to. Cheating on Kyle right under his Ooh, This is probably the most excitement they had had in a while. It was fun. I mean, and that got us good friends with everybody. Yeah. Because then it's just like, oh, it's Kyle and Zach and now. Like the ice broke. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they're <Yep>. just bros. <laughs> and then they're, they're doing karaoke, so we start doing that. And, I mean, we're having a lot of fun with it and just being silly and stuff. And finally, one day they ask Zach, they're like, do you want to maybe host a night or two a week? And that yeah. was crazy. I remember I was just like, I want to host. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they ask me? Like, I sing all the time, too. And then Zach gets a job, and then very quickly I just weasel my way in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kyle wrote this big formal Facebook message about his experience. Oh, how I've got tons of experience <laughs> DJing at the skating rink in my hometown. Like, I get it. You know, I party. This was, I'm your guy. This is where you needed to be at that time. It's where I, for some reason, desperately wanted to be. Lara was 
never completely she sold on you either <laughs> for some <laughs> reason. People liked me and they would like brag about me a lot and she'd be like, okay, I guess I'll keep them on. But yeah, she did not like me. I, Which is crazy because I feel they like... They want hot girls and I'm the literal antithesis of a hot, <laughs> hot girl. But it worked Zach though. was just like, okay, he's got a jawline. Like, we he can, looks like we guy from One Direction. I, I think I was just closer to being one of them than you were in like yeah because i would sing like gospel kirk franklin songs and do things for laughs more down the middle i was very close (laughs) to becoming one of them as well (laughs) like like just in life in general like so i i think maybe she smelled a a likeness of of one Mm -hmm. of them on me or something I don't know That's if we just say that or not. <laughs> that was just part of your journey at the time. Yeah, yeah, that was quite a time. Man, that seems like forever to go to, dude. Yeah, eventually me and Zach just run freaking Sopranos on it, and all of a sudden it went from two nights a week to four nights they a week. They changed it to five nights a five week. Five nights at one point. Or maybe yeah. it was three nights. Yeah, no, it was Tuesday through Sunday. You're right. Yeah, or Tuesday through Saturday, so it was five nights a week. Five nights a week, and then me and Zach are just like... All right, we'll just one of us will be there. Yeah, we just kind of don't worry about it. Shifts, <laughs> we got <yeah>. it. <laughs> we got everything. Yeah, but that was we were still working at the shoe store, and at one point I even got quit the shoe store and got a job at Tom and Chi making grilled cheese sandwiches. I have a picture of that. I need to post it. Oh, uh, we should post it. Young Kyle. Oh, I'm, I know exactly what picture. Yep. Bringing us our Sammy. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like. Doing that for eight hours and then coming home and sleeping for two hours and then waking up and going and hosting karaoke and waking up in the morning and going to the shoe store. Like, we did that for what, a year? Yeah, yeah you guys did that for a while. Because I remember it was a dark. The only time I could see you guys was at karaoke because yeah. the other times you were at work. Just, <laughs> friends yeah. would just come hang out with us there. And yeah. And then I'd be at home alone and be like, well, shit, I guess I'll just go hang out with Zach. And <laughs> yeah. He would do the same. <laughs> So yeah, there was a lot of time spent oh, there. Oh yeah, but well, did we just you... spent all our money back on our tabs? Yeah, like we was... would make decent money, but we would hang out there and then just spend our whole. It's true. The bar food was actually really <laughs> it was good. Great. Yeah, and you had to go somewhere and do something, you know. Exactly. You, so you and it's so close. You just wound up becoming a regular. Yeah, it was a beautiful place. I wish we because now we live like. Yeah. 40 minutes from there. And yeah, it's, true. Like, it's just can't really. Can't drink It's and about drive five miles from me now. 15 miles away. <laughs> Tell Morgan Wallen. <laughs> <laughs> or Sam Hunt. I'm pretty sure he drove back from the beach drunk after that. Yeah. After him and that girl drank the bottom shelf. Yeah, and with some sand in his boots. <laughs> well, that sounds like a clumsy story. <laughs> it does. So when did you. You guys did that for like a year and stuff, but at this time, yeah, we're writing music, but we're just flailing. Yeah, I think trying to there was a sense of burnout. You could tell that was happening. I think with all of us, I was yeah. just having a hard time finding a place to freaking live and yeah. sleep at that time. Yeah, me and Zach, I remember we pitched some songs at like NSAI and like tried to do the songwriter thing, but it just wasn't really us. Yeah. For sure. Kind of just spinning our wheels, loving music and wanting to be a part of it, but realizing like maybe that scene isn't 
for us. Oh yeah. I think I just general feeling. like we were just in general like figuring out who we were. I think Absolutely. at least for me. Like I I knew there was a lot of things that were me and I knew there was a lot of things that I liked, but it was really like you know, like a a time of trimming the hedges back to you know, what I really wanted to be and you know. Oh yeah. And just kind of fighting your demons till you yeah. find that person. I um a lot of demons. <laughs> <laughs> you I feel like I I came over I feel like it, it was right before you moved and because um, I know you, you went back home for a little bit to just get re-inspired yeah, and recharge and recharge and stuff but I remember I came over one day and all the dishes were broken oh yeah and it almost like looking back on it now it felt like that was like almost like a ceremonious ending to like that phase of your life Certainly was not ceremonious. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, at the time. <laughs> it, was sure it was a full blown mental breakdown. I'm sure. I, I completely get what you're saying. But, but yeah, I, I, I think I remember at that time I was like, damn, he needs a break. And, but uh, fast forward to you being at home, and we'll get into what you were doing at home while you were away. But I remember when I saw you after you'd been home for a year because you were getting ready to head out on tour with Kyle and everything, and you came here and stayed all night. But, dude, you seem like a completely different person after that break yeah i it took me a long time before like even like when i would drive into nashville for like you know like a project or to leave for tour or something like i i had like a ptsd like even seeing the the interstate exits you know like it was just like just a well of you know, memories flooding back to me. That, oh yeah, shoot, I can imagine, man. What what got you out of that funk? You think? I think I really just needed the time off for sure, and to really just have a reset because it was hard to work on things or to really be inspired or figure out what I wanted to do because I was working constantly at a pretty high stress job and. You know, also working a second job, and so I didn't have in, any energy left to create. create. Oh, and that just made imagine. me miserable, too, because I think I just saw a timeline in my head of where I stayed stuck in that, and I didn't really get to do anything else. And, and I never got to play, because Nashville's not a good place to play if you aren't already somebody right everyone's so jaded <laughs> yeah. on everything and rightfully so because it's there's someone playing everywhere oh like yeah every store you walk literally into. hundreds yeah and so i think going back to knoxville and they had a like a lot of open mics around knoxville and so i i just started going to every single one i could get to um and so there's probably three or four any week, and I would be almost every single one of them. And it was nice to play and for it to be received well. You know, like I remember just playing and like people being like, whoa, you know. And it was good to see, good for my self esteem, my self image. Like, okay, I'm, I'm not terrible at this. And like, it was just a good community of of people too like i made a lot of friends there a lot of fast friends 
And I spent a lot of time like just riding my four wheeler around in the mountains. Nice. And, yeah, just just sounds pretty soul cleansing. Yeah, so the time off mostly, and then just uh, getting to play music again. And, yeah, you know. I can vouch that. Like playing in Nashville and only in Nashville, like can just suck. Like you meet with publishers and stuff, and everyone's just kind of like, yeah, keep it up. Like no one really cares no one's having their mind blown in the crowd because like i said they've seen a hundred people that day oh yeah you're just another person but then you step out into another city and all of a sudden it's like okay this does connect with people yeah with real people yeah that's where careers are made anyway i think is like outside 100 of the of the town at least lasting careers like that the whole like number one hit single pop star fading out you know yeah. thing it's just just has no longevity seems like anyway i mean there's obviously exceptions but yeah i mean most people on the radio right now we're not going to talk about it all in five years or no. ten years so oh, yeah you go away as quick as you come up yep just a sad thing but here we are now though you boys are out we of funks <laughs> hell yeah putting out some great music um yeah and it's it's been really cool just seeing like your writing styles just keep going and stuff too and dude you're still doing like other than singer songwriter i've heard some other side projects you got too yeah and it's like yeah at some point i'd kind of created lines in my content you know like there's zach russell which is obviously the main focus who i like really identify with and then there's also like you know like some alt pop weird stuff that i make which i also like too but it's not my main focus um it's called oso amarillo heck yeah happens to be the a producer on my album yeah <laughs> got a feature yeah and then me and seth made some soundtrack stuff too and yep yeah yeah that's shoot i forgot about the soundtrack <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was pretty fun. Cool experience. Well, man, uh, tell us about your your newest project that is out now. So the new project is a five song EP called "The Creek," and I recorded that with our buddy Robbie Artress. Um, shout out Robbie shout out to Robbie this guy named Keekers produced it shout out Keekers <laughs> he's kind of a dickhead but he's really good horrible producer. to work with yeah. but the, the, the final project he's not even in the same room with us when we do these we oh, have yeah. to put him in another room he claims every idea was his every single I, I even wrote the songs <laughs> so there's been a legal battle glad you guys are over that yeah yeah, we're moving past it for the project's sake yeah gotta get it out there <laughs> So when, what's like, what's the oldest song on this project? Um, and what's the newest? Do you remember? The newest is for sure One More. Nice. We got a fun story about yeah, that one. I wrote that like probably three three days before I sent the demos to Kyle about like what ones I was thinking about doing. The oldest one is probably... 
probably drinking to forget is probably the oldest one. They all they're all within I'd probably written within the last year prior to recording. I think. Nice. Drinking to forget was actually inspired by the Loading Zone. Do you remember they had a <laughs> sign there that said, "If you're drinking to forget, please pay in advance." Yeah. And I was like, "There's a sad story in that <laughs> saying." <laughs> Really Someone's is. getting so drunk that they can't remember to pay before they leave. Oh, like, but I mean, it's a heartbroken individual. Oh yeah, you would see people all the time though come in there, like, hey, I, I got to get my tab from yesterday. Yeah. Like, sorry, I look like people would just literally oh, leave wow. and come back the next day. And <laughs> but they were gonna be there the next day yeah, anyway. Yeah. So they were <laughs> they were allowed to. They lived there more or less. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of nightly tabs, they just kind of did a weekly tab <laughs> at the loading. Zone. Or just settle up after it got to five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. I've seen geez. a couple of those. This too. has gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Would you be cool if we played some of the demo from One More? Sure. Yeah. Cool. So we'll show you kind of... That one started as a slow one. Yeah, like a mid-tempo kind of thing for mm-hmm. sure. It wasn't the. It wasn't at all what it came out as. Yeah. That was kind of crazy. You had a song called Perfume. Is that right? That didn't make it? Yeah. I was going to say I didn't see that on the track listing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was just kind of a last call. We were like let's just try this one more. Like it wasn't going to be on there or it was just kind of an alternate if one didn't work out and it just magically happened. Uh, that That was, that was one of my favorite experiences, like playing music. I think like, absolutely. Even crazy to watch. Even even Chaz, like when we were in the room or like outside afterwards, he was like, man, it's been a long time since I've like felt something come out of nowhere. Like that did. That's cool. So yeah, you'll hear in the demo that we'll throw in there, like it just takes a crazy turn. Yeah. Remember Axel just kind of kicked off a totally different beat in a different BPM and they start playing. And it was And like, everyone just knows like this is <laughs> nobody cool. said anything. It just It was probably yeah, done in maybe two, three takes yeah. tops. That's pretty much it just happened. I me and Zach went outside and smoked a cigarette, and both of us just had like tears in our eyes. Like, what just? <laughs> it was, it was, it was the special. last song. Was it the last one we recorded? No, we recorded "Hurt Me" after that. Gotcha. But it was cool. we were putting it off. We were putting we it were off. Like, we don't really know. And that's why, like, I think the the role of a producer is so important. Like, to have someone sitting there that can make calls. Cause like me as an can't make all the calls. Me as an artist, I've got, I've got the songs in my head that I'm concerned about, and and having Kyle being like, let's try this one first, and just calls like that, just gut calls off of the energy of the the band and everybody, and it was like after we recorded that one, everyone was so pumped that they were like excited to get back in mm-hmm. and record the next, next one. So then the next one was better because of the momentum that was created in that one. But I think we started with Dirt and My. Mm-hmm. I think so. And yeah. that one was just kind of straight for It's just like, yeah. let's get some momentum on that yeah. one for sure. Cause gets to build up some confidence. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, just all kind of just trust each other. And, and was, so was it all live tracked? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, a few overdubs 
here and there, but I mean, uh, we re re recorded the acoustics. Uh, yeah, because so Zach was standing in the room. Yeah, just to Got, get the, oh, gotcha. get a clean take, <laughs> and obviously the vocals, because I was in the. But yeah, the band is completely live. They're a tight and band. I think it feels like it too. Yeah. No, I that I was I didn't even know it was all live tracked. Oh yeah. That's pretty cool. Especially one more. We drop the click like two minutes before the end of the song. Yeah. So as soon as Zach stops singing, click is gone. And it's just a fucking roller coaster, man. It <laughs> takes yeah. you on a friggin' journey. Dude, yeah. Wait, we haven't played hang on. Let's play uh the demo real quick. Okay, yeah, we've talked so much about <laughs> yeah, it. We play, to play we'll it. just play a clip of it, not yeah, the yeah. demo. This is a little taste of what And it then is. let's play Do you play the real How version? How long have we gone? Uh this much. No, just 45. Oh, like, <laughs> what? That flew by. Yeah, let's play one more two right after the demo. Okay, cool. So you'll hear and you how can it hear, Yeah. So yeah, after Zach sings the last line, the click's gone, and then that's that's the magic part we're talking about that just came together. Check it out. All right, let's hear this magic. <laughs> Just one more, just one more, one more cigarette, one more pour. When it rains and storms and whips at my door, have just one more, just one more. I want it, I don't need it, I almost always do and it ain't good for me, just one more, just one more, one more buzz and one more touch would do, do this for. I got empty drawers, I can hit the store And have just one more, till I'm on the floor
pour When it rains and storms Whips at my door I take just one more Just one more What do we do this for? When I got empty drawers, I can hit the store and have just one more. Just one more
that here, folks. Hopefully you've already heard it, but if you haven't, go listen to that EP. Yes, it's available everywhere you go and listen to music. It's yeah, funny. Anyway. I, Me and Zach use the same band, and I'm releasing a project a few weeks, maybe a month after him. But I'm just so much more excited about his project being out there there's just something like i said it's just something magic happened like yeah i'm not dogging myself (laughs) that was Uh, a very special thing that just happened yeah i was was so cool to be a part of i just captured it on audio a very very happy boy leaving the studio that night yeah so enough about all this boring music yeah, stuff. Yeah, music sucks. Gross. We do. I wanted to ask you: Have you ever seen a ghost or had any type of weird paranormal or alien or any anything like that? Does that bring any stories zombies. to mind? Um, never, never an alien. No possession. Possession. Demonic possession. I was gonna say uh, I've seen them carry all kinds of different drugs. I've seen people get the get the spirit in church. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. counts. Yeah, bitch, I'm a Christian. That's that. I've seen that Holy Ghost. <laughs> Yee. Um. Yeah, I have quite a few ghost stories from oh, a place dang. I lived. Dang. And um, a place I lived in with my buddy Tyler Thomas. Shout, shout out! Shout, shout out, out, little TRT. Shout out, TT. Um, probably the, there's a couple I could go on and on, but I'll, I'll probably stick to the two. Give us the spookiest. Yeah. The spookiest. We're the second spookiest. I'll give you the the second spookiest in the spookiest. Okay. Okay, Okay, cool. So this is number two. This is number two. Me and Tyler are sitting and watching TV in the living room. And it's this old, like renovated, like double wide trailer, um, just right next to a graveyard. There's an old family graveyard. And while I lived there, they had, uh, you know, it's part of the, the deed transaction was a clause where they could still continue to bury their family members in this graveyard. So there mm-hmm. was one or two burials that happened while I lived there. And this is like a hundred yards from oh, the wow. house, like on I, the property. I was literally picturing like a all, field. All the across. property and they got to do it a hundred yards <laughs> yeah. away. Okay. And, um, so there was there was a lot of spooky things that happened down there. Um, so I'm just gonna have to keep it to the the two most irrefutable stories that I can think of. That wow. Um, so of course me and Tyler are sitting on the sitting on the couch, and we look up, and both of us just all of a sudden catch this little beam of light shooting through the house. It looks like like a shooting star, like the same size as you might see it in the sky, but it's inside. It has like a trail behind it. Like we weren't on drugs or anything. We were just watching TV and we're both just sitting there watching it, like our head turning from side to side, like watching it bounce back and forth through the house. And then it goes underneath this piece of furniture that was by the door and then the light bulb above the door starts pulsing green. Just Whoa. like. And this isn't even like a color. This isn't a colored light bulb. No, it's a fluorescent light bulb. And we'd seen it. We'd seen it do it other times. And the electrical was weird in there. So it's like. I don't, but this was 
directly after. I mean, all the other stories I can kind of point to, point a rational way out of it actually being something paranormal. But this one was absolutely irrefutably right there. Can't argue with it. We both saw it. Like, Jeez, yeah, that's pretty. What did creepy. you What did you tell yourself it was like when this was happening? I mean, we just kind of laughed we, it off. And... We talked to the ghosts there. Like, we not like we talked to it like you would a dog almost. Like, gotcha. Like, like well, hey, ghost. What are, his name was Dan. We called him. Um, and so why would you name it? That's <laughs> fucked up. I hate that part. And we would be like, you know, we'd just be like, all right, Dan, please leave us alone tonight. Go, go or, to bed, Dan. Or, you know, it just kind of reference him like that. Stop, Dan. Probably, it tickles. Probably, <laughs> it probably made his day, you know? Yeah. I mean, nothing. There was never anything. Well. Never mind. That's not true because this next story I tell is going to completely. This one's right. more sinister. Yeah. We this... might need to turn the light on. God. I'm scared. Uh, I'm pretty sure I probably showed you guys the the proof pictures at some point. Um, is this the dick pic? The poop pictures? This my mullet pubes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen those. <laughs> um, so... We'd all been gone, same place. We'd all been gone for the day, and Tyler comes home. And shout out again to Tyler. Shout out again shout to Tyler. Tyler. And there is blood smeared all over the garage door. Oh. Like somebody had dipped their fingers in blood and just like swiped their hands across the door. And okay, I'll show you these pictures. You guys can upload them to your Instagram. Definitely or have not proof. seen these pictures. Um. And yeah, like Tyler, Tyler had the police come up there and everything. And it was like, aren't Tyler was kind of like, uh, so what do you think? He's like, well, it's definitely blood. And it's like, well, we knew that. <laughs> and he's like, well, are you going to see if it like comes like sent it to a lab? And it's like, oh, we don't have that. <laughs> just like, like that's not just like thing. four cops. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> now we have a Ziploc full and, of blood and we're busy beating up 18 year olds. So we don't have time for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so, so there's basically two explanations. There is a ghost, a bloody ghost, a bloody ghost, or slash bleeding door, <laughs> or there a crazy hill person Even came scarier. up there with a bucket yeah. of blood and smeared it all over the door. So there is no good. I mean, if there is a rational explanation, it's scarier than. And this isn't yeah, Tyler just open ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Tyler committing to the bit and calling the police and. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrifying. Yeah, I don't. I hate that. Story. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, that doesn't feel. That doesn't make me feel good. No. Man. So I think I remember. Was it like brownish, red blood? Um, it's it's like red, red, but. There's like did, the door is dirty, so you gotcha. might be thinking. I think that. yeah. Did it I spell anything it. or no? It was just like somebody took their hand and almost like a, you know, like sort of like a, a backwards Zorro type thing, like just like three, four. So it doesn't swatches. look like violent. It's just like, hey, I'm here. Yeah, it's just like, just 
Just saying hi. Dude, God. my roommate yesterday, his fiance, sat us down and she had to talk to us. And there was, it looked like pizza sauce on the top part of the curtains. And she's just like, guys, how the fuck? And probably one of us ate pizza and then closed the curtains. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it sounds like one of those. Kyle's like, yeah, it was it's, definitely a ghost. It's got to be ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Ghosts love pizza. I think it was. You know, I think I think there was some pizza here when I went to bed, and when I woke up, it, it was, was gone. gone. Yep, I remember that. Just well, a few bites taken out of it. <laughs> you might need to have somebody come over and cleanse your house. I think you need to go ahead and Tyler just commit does, to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty spooky. Because yeah. uh, Dan at first seemed like he would have he was a cool dude. Ghost, what if it was Dan? Pulled that stunt. Yeah, I don't Ungrateful know. Ungrateful ghost. Or know. dude, what if it just said Dan and blood? Dan and blood. Dan like in oh blood. Dan in Dan. blood. Yeah. I thought I was thinking like the brand name Dan and like the oh, yogurt. No. Anyways, <laughs> this has been a pretty good podcast. Uh, yeah, it's I been would nice. be remiss if I didn't ask. You know it's coming. <laughs> Everyone on the podcast is just like, they thought we were going to end without talking about shit, but here it is, shit talk segment. Uh, Have you shit your pants recently, or do you have a a memorable time that you shit in your pants, or just when you didn't want to shit? I've not had, I don't have a great story, but... um, We'll take an okay story. It's also the, you know, just... A fart that mm. wasn't who he turned mm-hmm. out to be. Yep. yep. I was just. Turns out he was, was actually, the asshole. You remember when we went to that party in Gatlinburg? We all went out oh, there yeah. and met up. Yep. It was on the way to that. Oh. So I was. <laughs> so I was in the car with my girlfriend, and you know, thought I had to just let out a little fart. And, oh, uh, you're in a car too. Dang. And it just. Had a little, had a little poopy in it. And Didn't anybody like, like like two or three ounces? A very small ounces. amount. Two ounces is nothing. That's a sip of coke. Seth just thinks of everything in weed. So yeah. he's like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, maybe like a half a gram or something. <laughs> Good God. Oh my God. <laughs> Seth like is like a dime ounce, bag top. Ounces. Yeah, just a few nugs. (laughs) These are giant nugs you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it was a very small amount, and so I just kind of like too much to leave. Kept you know, kept on my you know, like my left cheek or something. Did you tell her? No, I just when we stopped for gas, I just ditched the undies and just went about my day and never mentioned it, and it was fine. There's been plenty of undies (laughs) left in bathrooms from old keekers. I can imagine. Probably way more than what is sanitary. <laughs> I feel bad for whoever had to change those. Oh, you know, well, somebody definitely came across them. But that's that was the worst experience you've had with it. Yeah, I really, I've been, I've been blessed. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> God's good, brother. Did God you know good. about the massacre that was going on in the backyard with Kyle yeah, and we his wanted story? To talk to you about that. like. I didn't. I heard about it immediately. <laughs> yeah. The next day, probably smelled it. But <laughs> I, you know, Kyle told me the next day, and I was like, um, "You should have, you know, like 
beat on the door or something, I would have let you yeah. in. But I slept, I slept with my door locked because we had this person that lived on our couch all the time named <laughs> a different a different guy. I not you said. not not said. Oh yeah, no. I, <laughs> Why did we let people just sleep I on don't the couch? Know. And I felt like I had dibs on it first though. But yeah, sometimes yeah, I come over yeah. and he was on oh, it. I was yeah. like, God. I won't name I won't name the, oh, the yeah, young I forgot boy. there was a time where both of them were trying Dude, to yeah. sleep on the same couch. And sometimes <laughs> I would I was amazed by this, but sometimes I would be over there and he would be on the couch and Sometimes you'd even have a girl like just on the couch with him. Yeah. It's like, did he tell him he didn't have a room or he didn't have a, he was homeless? Yeah, just having the people sleeping on our couches also bringing people into our house. But, so yeah, sometimes you gotta lock your door. But yeah, well, understandable. It, more specifically is because oh, yeah. he would get like just the drunkest anyone could of, possibly of, get without in, dying. Without dying, That's absolutely yeah. would just. Just liquefy his brain, and then one night he—I don't know if you could call it sleepwalking or just blackout plundering. He like comes in my room and just starts going through my drawers. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, so the same night—I remember we talked about this the next day. But that night, he walks into my room, and I remember waking up, and I see him just standing there. Not looking at me, but just like looking around. Then he goes and opens my closet door and just stares into my closet and then leaves. I was like, thank God he left. (laughs) But then I hear Zach's door open. (laughs) So yeah, I started locking my door. Didn't he go in your bathroom? Oh, yeah. One time I woke up and just found him sitting naked on my toilet. Yeah. Wow. That's where I this is a separate occasion. <laughs> I forgot about that. And we honestly. have like a public, like there is a bathroom he can go in. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not so in into the hall there. Yeah. Man, he and he was such a smart guy too, and he was frying those brain cells left and right. Dude, nice guy too. I've, we Sweetie. love him. I oh, hope yeah. he listens to this. There's a chance Zach sells listening to this, but we love you, other guy. Yeah. He, I'll just tell this story. He also, he got a DUI in the craziest way. Do you remember, Zach? Some mixed notes. <laughs> All right, Robbie, if I think we're the only ones on here now. So if you could just uh, turn down the fader on track three for the bass guitar. Uh, next, I have... Through over the barbed wire, walks like over a mile into a just stranger's house and passes out on their couch. Good God. And I think he was 18. Surprising so they, shot. This random person just wakes up to this bloody guy on their couch passed out. And they call the cops and, of course, put the two, two together that there's a wrecked car down the street. And his, I think his blood alcohol, even that morning, was like close to being dead. Wow. <laughs> craziness glad he's still alive i think he is we love him he's great guy honestly yeah he's sweetie he is (laughs) good times with the uh with that guy absolutely (laughs) well i think that'll probably uh wrap this one up yeah this has been it's been pretty cool catching up with you yeah Um, seeing you boys super pumped about this album sounds amazing great work guys yes check it out y'all once again that's zach russell z-a-c-h and 
EP called The Creek, out now on all platforms. Mm -hmm. Give it a listen. Give Zach a follow. What's your uh, social medias? Um, Instagram is Joseph Zachariah Russell, and everything else is just It's Zach Russell. The yep. word It's Zach Russell. We'll have the link to yeah, and if you have, it'll notes. be in the sh- episode notes. It'll be on our page too. Uh, I would like to shout out everybody that played on the record. Just for yeah, the I, shout I would out. I would feel bad if I if I didn't. There's a good chance they're going to listen. Job. Yeah. Um, I played everything. <laughs> shout out to Kikers. Yeah, Y'all shout have a great week. To me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so we had our buddy Axel Coe on drums. Shout out to Axel. Shout out Axel. We had our baby boy Chaz Covington. Shout out baby boy bass. Chaz. Shout out baby boy Chaz. We had the Moose Cat, Matt Helmkamp. Ooh, shout out to Moose. Guitar. Shout out Moose. We had Jesse Wells. Fiddling Jesse Wells uh, on. AKA Professor Shout Out Jesse Wells. Yeah, did uh he did Wells. played everything. Fiddle, mandolin, octave mandolin, which he, I didn't even know was a thing. What and, he put that sauce on yeah. those tracks, dude. And um It was a thick sauce too. James Barker played some steel. Mm, shout on out it. James. Bloodbath Barker. Shout out. Um and what's Gabe's lessons? Klein? Gabe Klein? Gabe Klein. Gabe nice. Klein was on, on the shout pianos. Tickle the Ivories. Just tickle him. Stop, Gabe. That tickles. <laughs> we had Gabe Astard on the keys. <laughs> oh, yeah. And shout out to Robbie. Did an amazing oh, yeah. job, as always. Dude. And somehow still the nicest guy in town. Yeah. Nicest. Shout out to John for mastering. Do you remember his last name? John Naclerio. 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 Dude. He, he masters. Our stuff too for Campbell nice. Station, yeah. and I saw on his credits online that y- y'all's were oh, listed, dude. And yeah, and then he's done like My Chemical Romance, oh, brand yeah. new. It was the like audition. What? It was a band I used to listen to. Yeah, he's he's amazing. One more thing I wanted to say, like before we get off here, is you know it's it's really cool that we've been you know working with the same people and having the same friends for so long. And as we've all gotten better, our projects have gotten better too. So if anybody out there is wondering like how to do it or how to break into the circles, like don't try and break into any circles. Just find your people, make your friends and come up with your click. That's, that's right. That, I think that's how everybody else did it too. And I've, that's people told me that when I was starting out, I didn't really understand. And it's hard to kind of see what's going to happen when you're in college and not sure what the future is going to be like. But, you know, I look around now and I'm just blown away by all the places that my friends are in and how much better everything is because of that. And if I hadn't made those friends and it wasn't like I was, I made friends with them because I knew they were going to be something. Exactly. Like we were yeah. nothing. We were just. We were all nothing. And oh, we yeah. just We just liked each other. And, you know, just find find your people and stick with them. And it's a very good point. Yeah. That was beautiful. Man, that is. I'm going to put some good I music lo- I love, too, that you just made them listen to this whole episode before you just dropped that bomb <laughs> on them. Fuck too. yes. Dude. And, yeah, man, it's been, it's been a pleasure knowing you and. Watching your career too, so yeah, I love this you, is, boys. It's oh, we love you too. Shoot, we love you too, man. Well, uh, shoot, you can come on every week from here on out if you need to. Yeah. Come on, dude. <laughs> Kikers and Fergan and Zach. <laughs> what would All that three be? of us talking at time. Calf Nazop. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Calf <laughs> Nazop. 
Kafaznop. That's it. Kafaznop. That's nice. cool shit. That would yeah. catch on. That catch on, <laughs> y'all. Too much for the knuckle taps, but it's still cool. Well, you I'm have enough knuckles. Add nipples in so you hold them up Ooh, this way. Ooh, that's yeah. cool as shit. Dude. So, yeah, we'll we'll work that in. We'll probably get... Maybe Jeff can do start doing some tattoo designs for us. There we go. Jeff, if you're listening, uh, we're going to need that whipped up in a tattoo ASAP. format. ASAP. Even, yeah. I'm not going to send an email because I'm not wasting my time. You're already listening. Yeah. yeah so. And if you're not, then... Consider this. You know what? We should start just conducting all of our formal business from this. Be like, I know you're listening, so just go ahead and get that done. <laughs> yeah. I'm really... This can be the only work we ever do. The only communication we ever have with the world. <laughs> yeah. Listen to Captain Ops if you want to know fucking yeah. anything. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not just looking for someone who's just in it for the money, you know? That's I right. I want somebody that's... That's just really here, you know. Exactly. I'm gonna start leaving all my notes for Robbie in this. Like, <laughs> Mix notes. Uh, <laughs> if you could bring that right pan guitar down just half a dB, maybe cut out the mental. Like, like a little, little less fade. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned at the end only if you're Robbie because I've got a bunch of mixed notes for you. <laughs> all right, everyone but Robbie, you're good to go. We'll see y'all next week. Thanks for listening to Keith. Thanks for being on here, Zach. Thanks for having me. We love you.